And why do the demons, once you become possessed, apparently you You're, puke milk? <laughs> That's exactly what my, milk wa- my wife said. She was like, what's with all the milk? <laughs> All right, here we are. Welcome, listeners. You are getting started on a brand new episode of Slasher. I hardly know her. I fear that the only way to stop those possessed by the spirits of the book is through the act of bodily dismemberment. Today we're going to be talking about 1981's The Evil Dead, written and directed by Sam Raimi. We're going to give our crunchiest kills. We'll talk about news of the year what else we're into, and of course, we will rate this sucker. I'm going to be joined today by my very special guest, Alex Slasher. He's somewhere. Where is he? Alex, are you here? Are you in the studio? I'm here, Micah. I'm here. Hey, welcome to the show, Alex. How's it going there, buddy? It's cold, man. It's early. Yeah. Hey, listener, uh, Alex's schedule's all fucked up, and so (laughs) we are recording bright and early in the morning. It's yes. so early. We we don't do this. It is kind of odd, but it, I appreciate you uh, doing it doing it for me. If we're not funny, that's why. I don't know if I can be funny in the morning. I'm very delicate in you've the already, mornings. It takes me a long time to get up and get ready. You've already made me laugh twice. So, of course, one of them was retelling a, uh, something I said to you years ago. So, really, it was me making myself laugh from the past. Man, that's cool. Um, hey, before we jump into the Evil Dead, you know how we've got our slasher Instagram? I've heard of it, yes. Well, Alex, get this. Last night, while we slept, we got our second ever video to get a one million views. Wow, that is impressive. I'd love to take some credit, but just so you folks at home know, Micah solely does the Instagram, so... That's uh, not true. While I was in Paris, you did some uh, you did some Instagram. I did a, a few posts while you were in Paris, and uh, they did not do even a quarter uh, well as yours do. So you clearly you got one that's out there swinging. Uh, it's doing pretty good. I can't remember. I think it might have been a clip from Mirrors. You know the one where I think it's Amy Smart gets into the bathtub and oh, her yeah, face yeah. gets ripped open. Yeah. Yeah, that one's doing all right. I want to see that movie. I, when I edited that clip, I'd never seen it, and it was it was, it was it was pretty cool. I ran out to see it immediately because uh, hot tension or high tension. The uh, that French horror movie it was Alexander Aja. I'm not sure how you say his last name. And Greg Lee Levis Uh They had made High Tension, which was one of my favorite horror movies, and then you know Alexandra was doing a uh, Mirrors. So I, I ran out to see that one right away. Yeah, was it good? It was good. It wasn't high tension. Uh, And then he later went on to do Piranha. Um, But, you know, I'll always line up to see whatever he's doing. He's a good writer-director. Yeah, yeah. He also did the Hills Have Eyes reboot, that nasty one. You know, it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't remember particularly liking it, but I don't really remember. I do remember it had somebody in it that was familiar to me like that i think it was the australian girl from lost but i don't remember do you remember the scene uh, near the beginning where it may i can't remember if it was her or another one but one of the the ladies was i'm not pregnant but she just had a baby so she's breastfeeding and one of the mutants 
starts oh, sucking God. on her boob and no. breastfeeding on her. Oh, it's it's Good it's, Lord. it's a nah. That scene, I mean, that movie's kind of boring. It's just like family in an RV going out, but then once it starts, once the mutants attack, it's just balls to the wall, gore and mayhem for the rest of the movie. Well, I may give it a shot. Who knows? I may go back and see it. But you picked uh, Evil Dead, which is both more mainstream than we normally do and also... uh, you know, very, very independent film. So, you know, it was kind of the best of both worlds. And uh, I told you this last night, I was really enjoying it because it is clear to me now after, you know, I have not seen that movie since I was like 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's clear to me now that all these years I have been like intermingling my, my memories of Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2. Which is easy to do because They're, Evil Dead 2 was basically, we got more money, let's make the same movie correct. again and make it better. But, I, you know, like I told my wife, you know, we were watching it and I was like, hey, just be prepared. This movie is like silly bananas. And uh-huh. actually, Evil Dead really isn't. It, it, it doesn't start getting yeah. silly until Evil Dead 2. And, yeah. and he doesn't have the chainsaw arm in Evil Dead. That's right. You see the chainsaw for a minute. Yeah. It's in the shed. He uh, didn't, I don't think he uses the term boomstick, though uh-huh. the shotgun is there. So, I mean, like, it yep. was a real eye-opener to go, oh, wow, you know, this started very differently than it ended. I mean, and how did you think it held up? I watched it last night. I loved it, man. I mean, Dude, like... come on. For being 350000 bucks and doing it in 1981, being a bunch of unknowns, that fucker holds up yeah man i mean like some of the things don't hold up like uh it's very clear when they're using dry ice but just didn't have a lot and so much you dry know, ice. things like that but like yeah it 100 percent holds up i thought i mean like i truly enjoyed it some of the effects uh-huh. were still great some of them were yeah. ridiculous so no i mean like uh this was a great pick man and and again haven't seen it in so long, yeah. but but love the Evil Dead franchise. So like, See, I I wanted to watch it because I've seen I had VHS copy of Evil Dead too, uh, and I watched that over and over and over again and wore that copy out. But Evil Dead One, and I think I had only seen once before, and like you, had confused it and mm-hmm. really wanted to see where it all started. Which I guess technically this isn't where it all started. It was before. They made The Evil Dead in 1981. I think it was in 1978. They had made a short. It was still Raimi. It was still Campbell. But they just made this little short as a proof of concept to see if they could get anybody to finance The Evil Dead. Well, I'll be damned. I I didn't know that. I didn't look up a lot about this. I just kind of went in enjoying it as the movie that it is and truly enjoyed it. I mean, like, I I very much enjoyed it. So when this thing came out... uh, you know, a lot of horror critics loved it. Horror fans were eating it up, but it got labeled a video nasty. It got an NC-17 rating across the pond. It got that dreaded X rating, and it was banned in a few countries. <laughs> uh, let's see, who who banned it? I want to say Finland was one to ban it, and then I think the UK, they had to cut out like 49 seconds uh, in order for the British Board of Film Censors to 
to let it ride. Surely. And that was still with the X rating. And then I, at one point, posted Siskel and Ebert talking about, I can't remember if it was Evil Dead 1 or 2, but they were like, oh, it's disgusting. These shouldn't be made and blah, blah, blah. And now we look back and we're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's cool. This was a landmark. This was a milestone in horror. And almost tame until you get to the uh, tree rapes a woman scene. Yeah. And let's see, who had scared everybody? About a decade before that, I think it was in 1973, the original The Exorcist had come out, which, you know, also a demon possession movie, also scared the pants out of audiences. A very similar look to the what we now know are the Deadites, but, yeah. uh, you know, the the way that uh, the, the possessed girl looked in Exorcist is very reminiscent of how these guys look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely made me wonder if this was inspired by The Exorcist. It, it had to be a little bit... Okay, let me read you the blurb All from right. 1981's The Evil Dead. Let's hear it. Cue dramatic movie music. Ashley Ash Williams, his girlfriend and three pals hike into the woods. They didn't hike, they drove a car. Come on, internet. And, and one of the girls is his sister. Yeah, the three college friends. Wait, one of them was Ash's sister? Yeah, I think so. Somehow I missed that. Uh, All right, anyway, back to the blurb. Uh, They go to a cabin for a fun weekend away. They're college students. They find an old book, the Necronomicon, whose text reawakens the dead when it's read aloud. The friends inadvertently release a flood of evil and must fight for their lives or become one of the evil dead. (laughs) Did you notice that the how small the Necronomicon was in this movie? Like it was tiny, it and was, it was kind of hard to tell there was a face on the front. Yeah, it was kind of like a Necronomicon diary. You know, uh-huh. it was it was a little bitty guy, and you know, it's not for the rest of the the series. It's a pretty big book yeah. that has a pretty obvious face on it. But yeah, uh, it got better looking in the in the sequel for yeah, sure. It definitely did. It definitely did. They didn't spend a lot of money on the first Necronomicon. It, All also, right. it also wasn't as cool inside. It was just scary pictures. Yeah, scary little sketches yeah. and drawings and uh, look like it was... I mean, they did a good job. I'd be proud if I had made that little Necronomicon oh, yeah. sit on my coffee table. Me too. I'm just saying, compared to what we now know from all the you know other movies and the series and everything, uh, you know, it, it's a very different looking book. Did you pick this because the new one came out? You that rise? No, I did not. In fact, now that after as I was as I was watching it last night, I was like, dude, if we had had the time, I wish we had done just like a full blown Evil Dead episode where we watched one, two, Army of Darkness, the 2013 soft reboot, the new one, Evil Dead Rise, Ash versus the Evil Dead. You know, just do the whole. I would love to devote a weekend to the Evil Dead. Yeah. I feel I, I feel like it's interesting you say that. Uh, and I, you know, watching Bruce Campbell in this movie, I'm like, yes, he's a big star, mostly known for you know B movies and horror movies, but like uh, he should have been an even bigger star. That guy, agreed. I don't know that the Evil Dead would have landed had Sam Raimi not been friends with Bruce Campbell because I mean he makes the movie. I agree. I think he's a less good actor now than he was then like he was a really good actor i mean at least out of the cast he was the best actor and what a handsome son of a bitch that's what i was about to say let's be honest he a hunk he's a hunk i mean yeah absolutely he's got a good i mean he's making that unibrow work and he's got that chin for days strongest chin ever 
the strongest. The strongest chin I've ever seen. I'd like to arm wrestle that chin. <laughs> and I'd lose. Uh, so this movie has oodles and oodles of gore, and it's excellent at building tension. Uh, we got a ton of gore to get into. Yeah, we do. Uh, are you outside? I hear pretty little birds chirping. Uh, the the missus just opened the the door to let the dog outside, oh, and cool. it's uh, it's the sun is out. It's pretty. It's cold, but it it's nice, man. Let's not. Uh, you know what? Let's let's not just breeze over that. When you say the missus, you mean it literally. Now, Micah Slasher literally. is a married man officially. It happened. I got married. I'm I'm very happy for uh you, not so much her, but uh. You know, oh yeah, for me definitely not for her. Yeah, you definitely made out better in this deal, and uh, and she's going to realize that as soon as yeah. she gets back on her meds. No, no, she'll never. <laughs> I'm just going to keep. I'll, I'll keep gaslighting her till the day we die, wow. and convincing her that that she won, and that, she'll never know that oh, I won. That's wonderful. You got a good one. I, I. It's. It always sucks when your buddy marries some. You know, harpy. Uh, and, and we all know it happens. But uh, and for those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, that's when you assume the position that you would to uh, oh sun your perineum, pull out a lighter, uh, uh, flatulate, and, and light that fart. Oh my God! Okay, so what do we have to do? We are we are just so everyone knows we're trying to rush through this episode. Not that we're not going to pay it all the respect that it's due, but uh, I'm scheduled to get on a plane here in a bit. Micah's got to work today, uh, so we are we are kind of rushed, but we wanted to get this in, so we maintain our every two to three week schedule. It used to be every two weeks. Is it now every two to three? Are we getting lazy? Well, it's not that we're lazy. You and I both switch jobs this season. Yeah. And, we're, we're and yeah. So, well, okay, so let's blame that on our listeners. This is all your fault, listeners, and I'll tell you <laughs> Absolutely. why. Absolutely. You haven't told enough friends about the show mm-hmm. so that the mm-hmm. show is big enough that Alex and I can both quit our day jobs and do Correct. this full time. If you tell all your friends about this show and we start making that money, <laughs> then, uh, you know, oh, it'll only get better. So, you know, it's all up to you. If you want this show to get better, tell your friends, get everybody listening it, and then Alex and I will just be slasher. Yeah. I hardly know our employees Absolutely. and work for you full time. And I'm telling you, think about how good this can be if we can put that much time into it. Uh, because just as it is now, the show makes no money and we literally pour money into it like it's an empty money pit sieve of a show. And uh, <laughs> We had a baby. That's what we did. We made we a did? baby together. Now we're raising this poor bastard who doesn't work or pay the yeah. rent. Absolute snot-nosed little baby that we just look at and still love. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Uh, speaking of raise, raising babies, uh, another reason we have to rush through the show is so I can feed my three baby squirrels I'm currently raising. That cannot be a true story. God, People don't have you, squirrels. Can you believe that? I mean, again, my arms, their little claws are so sharp. My arms and hands look like I pick blackberries for a living. And <laughs> I mean, like it is, they are just covered in tiny little uh, cuts. Uh, putting on hand sanitizer is yeah. like a screamy moment of my day. 
And, right. and I and use that's hand sanitizer from the squirrels. Done. That's because Alex is a cutter. <laughs> that's because I'm a cutter, guys. Uh, he just wants to feel something. I'm telling you, though, baby squirrels are exactly as adorable as they sound. But uh, if you can find, if you find them in your yard and you can find a wildlife rehabilitator, do that instead. Do that. Don't bring in them in the house. Just, just I'm kick them. You. Just find a bag, wrap them up in the bag, no. tie some rocks to the bag, no. and throw it in the river. They are absolutely adorable, and they love me. But, so you're saying if someone finds squirrels, they shouldn't drown them in a bag? No, I'm saying they should find a good person to rehabilitate them. Unfortunately, there was no one in my area, so I have to keep these squirrels for another five weeks before I can Whoa. even attempt to let them go. So you're a squirrel rehabilitator. That's amazing. If this is successful and you get these squirrels back out there, that's going to be impressive. They're going to be more sophisticated and that's well-mannered than all the other squirrels. I just said this last night. Like, our squirrels, like mama squirrels, this is so stupid that we're even having this conversation, but, like, mama squirrels don't let their squirrels out of the nest at all until they're yeah. damn near grown. But ours are, like, running around the cage and learning how to climb and jump, so they're going to be, like, way more advanced than the other squirrels. squirrels. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And they're going to be the squirrels that live in my yard for, like, the next five years because squirrels only live in, like, a one-mile radius their whole life, and so, you know, the squirrels you see in your backyard are the squirrels you always see in your backyard, and these will be they. All right. Uh well done. Hats off to you for raising squirrels and saving lives. Um, Thanks, man. Speaking of saving lives, uh, we've got to get into the Evil Dead. We're going to go scene by scene. We're going to talk about some of the highlights and the gore of this fucking masterpiece of modern horror. And uh, we're going to rate it. We're going to give our crunchiest kills. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, but before we do that... We yes. want to play a little game called Final Games. Oh, all right. Let's do it. How does this game work? Okay, so every once in a while on Instagram, we put out an announcement that says, if you were in a slasher movie, a horror movie, what would your character's name be? So people create their own character name. They submit it in the comments on the post, and then we take eight of those names. We throw them into the wheel of death. We crank that wheel. Or as Alex does it. <laughs> we have you, a did you put names in a wheel or were those just tennis shoes in a dryer? Hey, we have different wheels. That's all. I mean, I don't make fun of your wheel. I think it could uh-huh. use a little uh-huh. grease. But, uh, you know, don't don't hate on my wheel, bro. Great movie, by the way. I love John Travolta. Please. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I actually hate um, that movie. You know what, Alex? You're the one that I love. Oh, are you going to sing a little bit for me? There we go. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, I, can, I can't go for the highs this early. Uh, Please. Anyway, that's bad. So, okay. <laughs> so we put the, the names, the eight names, into the Wheel of Death, uh, and you start off on teams of two, and we pull your name out, and we read your fate. Here, you got to remember, don't do any of those stupid things that people do in scary movies. Don't don't drink a beer. Don't have a vodka cranberry. Don't take drugs. Don't use meth. Don't use bath salts. Don't split up. And for God's sake, don't have sex. Yeah. you got to hang on to that V card. As soon as that hymen's broken, you're a dead man or woman in this case. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... We have four rounds, and only one of you will survive because in the final round, that team of two that you've been on, if you're lucky enough to survive to the final round, will be ripped <laughs> in two. 
and uh, only one of you will survive. And the winner takes home the mystery prize. And what is that? It's a mystery. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense to it's me. It's called the mystery prize, Alex. Totally. I get it. I get it. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have even yeah. asked. Should, should we reveal what the mystery prize is? Okay. No. We take a box. <laughs> we put some dirt in it. And uh-huh, then Alex uh-huh. and I both make a number two. We close that box. We tape it. And we send it to you, FedEx. Yeah. Number two's coming to you, FedEx. <laughs> for free. Just for listening. Just for playing the game and listening to the show. All right. All right. That's gross. That is gross. Uh, that's yucky. I'm sorry I said that, people. Let's not talk about number twos. Let's talk about final girls. Let's meet this week's contestants. All right. All right. First up, we have Peggy Darling and Carrie James. Hello. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, guys. Next up, team number two is... Glennifer Danzig and Miss Masu. Miss Tara Masu. Oh, and a little Danzig thrown in. I like it. Welcome to the show. Glennifer Danzig was submitted by our buddy Where's the Horror section. He's hey. our hardest of hardcore fans. He is indeed. He is indeed. So hard. And team number three, we have Juco Vancouver. Julko, J-U-L-E-K-O, Julico, Julko. I'm not sure. Okay. Welcome to the show, Julko Vancouver and Julko. You are paired up with Pauline Isabich. <laughs> <laughs> that was not even that clever, and I love it. <laughs> uh, Pauline Isabich barely made it onto the show because Instagram, in all their wiseness, uh, hides comments that had i guess because even though it was part of one word is a bitch it detected the word bitch and so i had to like go and push this little hidden comments oh button. my god so, yeah you barely made it pauline let's see if you can survive thank you for submitting that's another uh, constant player mr medigurd so welcome to the show welcome to Julco the show and pauline glad you made and, it through the filters and finally team number four we have feruza in all which is uh, from a, a, another one of our followers, uh, your friendly neighborhood Mexicano, who has submitted the name Feruza in all. I think this might be the third time. I mean, I so. think, yeah, I was going to say, I think this might be the third Feruza. We've even talked about it. Good luck, Miss and all. We hope you make it. Yeah. Uh, and you are teamed up with Goddess Sheetar. Ooh, wow. That sounds Some sexy. Very important, sexy names yeah, this time around. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. All right, folks. Let's get to it. You're going into the hatch. We spin that wheel. <laughs> and let's see who's up first. It is Peggy Darling and Carrie James. Right. Ashley has it all planned and tells you it will be dope. A cabin in the woods, our girlfriends will get groped. But by us, of course, not by flora and fauna. Or that book you saw cosplayed at last week's Necronomicanacana. <laughs> <laughs> but that book looked too scary, like SpongeBob, but evil. So you pass on the cabin and stay home to play with your weasel. You survived. <laughs> Good job, Peggy and Carrie. You made it to round two. Uh, I wrote that just so you would have to say Necronomicanacana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm surprised you got it out. You that did better that, than I, I did on really my first lucky. go. 
It just uh, rolled off the tongue. I, I got very lucky. That was amazing. All right. <laughs> Up next is Julko Vancouver and Pauline Isabich. So handsome, so suave, like an energy drink that has guava. A denim dream, well moosed in tight pants. He saws ass like Mick Jagger. Lots of blood, chicks in a dog in doggy stance. They call me Bruce. Campbell's the name, and my rhyme just won this game, or at least this round for you. Players' names. <laughs> Jilko and Pauline, you survived. <laughs> I should add, uh, we, we, we failed to say uh, uh, by this point that Alex was kind enough to write the final girl rhymes <laughs> this time, and he warned me, I've done things on purpose to make things hard on you. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, there's still more to come. Okay, this next one, parentheses, oh, yes. re- Here we- read in a Mike Myers Scottish accent. Here we okay, go. Up n- <laughs> out of the wheel comes... Glenifer Danzig and Tara Misu. All right. <laughs> it's early for this, Alex. <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> Do your best Shrek impression. Roses are red, violets are blue. Alvin's got drugs, and fuck you, and fuck you. <laughs> He's not himself, and you know that's true. But fuck you and fuck you and also fuck you too. <laughs> you see how he's changed and will never be the same. So you vow to never do drugs like him while still honoring his name. You survive. Oh, that was great. It was better than I imagined. Oh. Heed. <laughs> Heed, move. Oh. He's going to cry himself to sleep on his gargantuan <laughs> pillow. It's better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I watched that movie like a week ago. Uh, I, have, I, I think the last time I watched that movie was years ago at your house. <laughs> I, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So we're talking about So I Married an Axe Murderer, by the way. Uh, fun little fact about So I Married an Axe Murderer. Instead of Nancy Travis playing that role, uh, Sharon Stone had been cast to play that role. And when she find, found out Mike Myers was playing two characters, she wanted uh-huh. to play two characters. So she wanted to play the Nancy Travis role and the crazy sister role. And they wouldn't let her do it, so she was like, "Fucking him out." Oh, isn't that crazy? Would have been that a, is crazy. Would have been a very different movie. Totally different kind of movie. Yeah. All right. Let's see our final team for Ruza and all and Goddess Shita. Uh oh. Uh oh. Not looking good. Not looking okay. Good. I'll be right back. You say with a smile, but then your friends realize you've been gone for a while. You shouldn't have said that. You should have known better. Because you'll be back as like popping off that sweater and showing them boobs to your boyfriend. <laughs> You're dead. Have you noticed I have a particular style that I write everything that rhymes and the last sentence doesn't? It like explains what happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's my style. Well, you know what? I think you should keep writing because I was really impressed with the last batch. So... <laughs> Uh, you are elected to as the as the the final girl writer now. Uh, I don't know about that, I do All like right. hearing you read them. <laughs> Faruza and Goddess Sheetar, ah, rest in peace. You are dead, but please come back and play again. We love having you guys come back week after week to you play know, this right. game. Absolutely. And as for the rest of you, you made it to round two, and Woo-hoo! we will find out what happens when we come back.
get so lonesome out on the sea. I get tired of playing with only me. With only my parrot to watch me wank. Sometimes I want to walk the plank. Hey there, pirate. Don't despair. There's a new game in town. You'll love it, we swear. Next time you're feeling masturbatey, try logging on to Jerk Matey. It's the only mutual masturbation service made just for pirates. Sword fight! So next time you're feeling masturbatey, drop your anchor at Jerk Matey. Welcome back to the show. Alex and I are talking about 1981's The Evil Dead. So it's time to cut into this bitch. Let's start talking about some of these scenes. We already set up the plot. We've got two dudes, three girls. They've all gone to a cabin in the woods to hang out and have a great weekend. They're in college. They're going to you know, grope each other, have some drinks, and just have a good old time. Uh, we've got Scott. He's driving. We've got Ash. Uh, his real name is Ashley. You know, I kind of forgot that Ash was based on Ashley because I've been calling him Ash for so long. Yeah. Why is his name Ashley? That's, I mean, it's a name. I think it's a cool name for a guy. And Are there more dudes named Ashley? Sure. I worked with a guy named Kim once upon a time. I thought that was different. I, have an, I, I had an uncle, or I have an uncle named Kim. Uh, all right, Uncle Kim. Uh, so we've got Ash, uh, and then we have Ellen and Betsy and Teresa. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. So those are the actresses' names. So Ash Williams, <laughs> uh, Cheryl Williams. Okay, that's his sister. And then Scott. I like Scott a lot. Scott has some fun scenes in this movie. Linda and Shelley. Linda is uh, Ash's girlfriend. and uh, Scott's she- not a great actor. Scott, Scott had some great scenes. He I'm not going to say anything bad not, about he's, Scott. He's not a phenomenal actor. I don't know. I think he made some of those scenes. There was definitely some weird acting going on, especially when he was kneeling on the cellar door and just sits there for a long time making weird faces. And I'm like, uh, yeah, what am yeah. I supposed to take from this as a viewer? Yeah. I'm not sure how to feel. Uh, that cellar door. I mean, like, first off, uh, the cabin looks like, shit right like if you showed up and this was your cabin you'd be like well guys looks like the weekend's not gonna work out and you would turn around let's leave you might even do that when you were going on the road to the cabin which just over the rickety bridge (laughs) yes and i mean and then the the road that like opens up to the cabin looks like it's just field that's been driven over you know Mm -hmm. i mean like it's not Mm -hmm. a road and they do not have an suv they've just got this old beater and uh, so right there, that mean like, you know, check one, check two, check three. These are some these are some bad, you know, signs. And then you show up to this cabin. It's a piece of shit. Looks like it's about to fall over. And then you go into the cellar, which isn't a door. It's just a trap door from mm-hmm. the living room where you go down and it's the spookiest, creepiest cellar in the world where they find the Necronomicon, you know, a gross skin book face. And uh, or skin Facebook or face skin book. There you go. Uh, and then a shotgun. 
with some shotgun shells. I mean, I think you leave. Don't you leave? You, I think you, you leave. You should just leave. Uh, and also, why are there so many gourds hanging from strings <laughs> in the rafters in the cellar? I don't know. <laughs> why were there, I mean, literal gourds that were just oh, hanging from strings? Was he making... Why, if it's in the cellar, why are all the pipes sweating so much? That's a, that's a fair point. Why are there pipes? I wouldn't think that place had indoor plumbing. Yeah, it should have an outhouse. Yeah, 100%. And you should be, like, pouring your water from a well. I mean, this cabin is a piece uh, of shit. Now, again, yes. uh, in later uh, in later versions of, or in the series of this cabin, it's not better looking, but uh, more substantial looking. I mean, this almost looks like, a, like an out barn or something. I mean, it mm-hmm. is not much of a house. It's not nice. It's, it looks it bigger nice. on the inside than it does from the outside. Yes, yes. But uh, definitely not going down in that cellar. And if I did, I would immediately come up and be like, hey, guys, we got to get out of here. But, Alex, you and I have to go down into the cellar for this episode because the cellar is where they find the Necronomicon. Yeah, face skin book. The shotgun. Uh-huh. And the uh, reel-to-reel tape player. Oh, right. The reel-to-reel. That's right. I forgot. Which he calls the recorder. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So they find this recorder. They are hanging out that night. They take it upstairs. uh, They're looking through the Necronomicon. They're all sitting around the living room, as college people do, Mm -hmm. on the floor, and listening to recordings of this old professor. I fear that the only way to stop those possessed by the spirits of the book is through the act of talking about his studies of ancient demons and demonology and uh he's found this ancient sumerian language or something like that and uh he starts talking about all these different things and how scary it is and one of the girls uh is going turn it off turn it off i don't want to listen to this turn it off and they're like ah shut up stupid (laughs) and they keep playing it um that's not an actual quote i don't think that's in the script but uh that's the gist of it uh so ash turns it off because he he, he's a nice guy yes and and uh scotty's more of a you know uh he's more of a an older brother type who's just gonna be like ah sure come on play some more so i think he reaches over and he plays it uh, like fast forwards it and he's like let's listen to some more uh and when he turns it on it's no longer the professor talking about his studies. It's the professor reading this ancient text. Dantu Faratsu Shatara. Don't, don't, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, you're don't right. Do, sorry. Don't do sorry, that. Sorry. Oh, shit. I, I just saw some dry ice smoke in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the grounds are rumbling. Woo, so, okay. A, as that is being read from the, the recorder, uh, this old reel-to-reel machine... We're out in the woods. The camera's out in the woods. You start to hear rumbling. You start to see, like, the ground shake and this red light coming from down below. And uh, shit's about to get real. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's just crazy. That's just the kind of shit that happened in 1981. I want to know, when they had absolutely no budget, you know, and this is probably filmed in the late 70s, early 80s, how did they get that sweeping camera move across the pond? Like, how would they have even accomplished that? Nowadays, nowadays I mean, it'd be a drone or whatever. Sure. But, but I mean, like, it's just right over it. There's no, that I remember, there's no discernible wake in front of the camera. So it's not like a guy just stomping through the water, although maybe it is. 
But I don't know, man. It was it that I love that camera shot. And then you'd go over yeah. the little patches of dry ice that were very obviously dry uh-huh. ice that they just dropped in the pond. I, I I just I love the look of that. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, how would you do that? Would you use a line, like a zip line with a camera? But then uh, maybe they just used a boat and just pushed across the water. Maybe uh, I don't know. know. I, I I that is definitely worth researching because it's a great shot and it's really well done. And I mean, they had no resources to do that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. That it was hard to find resources like that in 1981. <laughs> oh God. You know, this gets me thinking. What else happened in 1981, Micah? Well, Alex, I'm I'm glad you asked. In fact, uh, ask me again because uh, I'm looking it up right now. I gotta get it. Right. You know, since this movie was made in 1981, okay. I'm ready. okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some other things that happened in 1981. Cue music. Smoking on airplanes. That was a thing. You could just light up a cigarette. You had an ashtray in your yes, armrest. I remember that. The good old days. Great for smokers, not so great for the non smoking section because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're on <laughs> you're a plane. In a metal tube. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. The popular film Raiders of the Lost Ark made its debut. Oh, wow. Old uh, Ronald Reagan became U.S. president. The first DeLorean futuristic sports car was produced. It was the royal wedding of Prince Charles and Lady Diana Spencer, who later became Princess Diana. Oh. Uh, April of 1981, NASA launched their very first a space shuttle mission. Uh, The average cost of a new house was $78,200. The cost of a gallon of gas was, you want to guess? I'm going to say 94 cents. $1.25. You know what? I'm not answering this question anymore. Do you want to answer uh, what you think a movie ticket cost in 1981? I think it was $3.25. Try two dollars and seventy-eight cents, which will be equal to seven twenty-five today. Uh, let's see here. Also, you could get a beanbag chair for nineteen ninety-nine. Hey, that's nineteen ninety-nine. Who didn't? Yeah, nineteen ninety-nine. I mean, surely beanbag chairs are nineteen ninety-nine now. I, that's what I'm thinking. That seemed really high when I looked that up, but who knows? The internet is a liar. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's see here. We had the Oscars. It was the 53rd Academy Awards. Best actor went to Robert De Niro for Raging Bull. Best actress, Coal Miner's daughter, Sissy Spacek. And the best picture was Ordinary People. Wow. So just like now, when the Oscar winners are announced, I have seen none of those movies. Oh, I mean, people still talk about Ordinary People every day. I was just at the water cooler yesterday and just... <laughs> All people could talk about was ordinary people. Well, it's still a big hit, I guess. <laughs> no, I've never seen it. I think maybe I've heard of it, but I don't know. Anyway, let's see. Other movies that came out in 1981 were Porky's, Mad Max 2, Taps, Superman 2, Stripes, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and 9 to 5. Holy crap. Like... Mad Max 2 Beyond Thunderdome was in 1981. Can that be right? Good lord. We're old, man. That's a good movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're talking about 1981. I guess I should tell the other news that happened that year. This guy got born. Oh, 
Oh, how sweet. How sweet it is. That was the biggest is. news of the year. It I really was. was. I remember. I'll never forget where I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holding my mom's hand saying, push. Because <laughs> you're my daddy. <laughs> That's why you call yourself daddy, right? That's it, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. What an unexpected self-inflicted burn. I know. Wow. Wow. All right, here's Alex's favorite part of the news of the year. Other scary movies that came out in 1981 were Halloween 2, Inseminoid, Happy Birthday to Me, American Werewolf in London, Friday the 13th Part 2, The Beyond, Ghost Story, My Bloody Valentine, The Prowler, The Howling, Bloody Birthday, which we just did on the last episode. And finally, our topic of today, The Evil Dead. Uh, And what a masterpiece it is. You know what? Two movies from 1981 in a row, and both winners. Yeah, dude. I loved Bloody Birthday. I'll watch that again. That was fantastic. Uh, I think it's time to play some Final Girl. Oh, is it already time for I think it is, because, you know, we got things to do, man. We do have things to do. All right. Let's do it. Okay, last round, we lost Feruza Inal and got a Sheetar. Now the rest of you are going into the hatch. We're going to spin that wheel. <laughs> Why let's do I pull laugh out. every time? <laughs> let's pull out because you're a child and you I, like silly sounds. I guess so, yeah. Okay, this is, what is this, round two? Round no. two. Yeah, round two. Okay. Up first, we have Julko Vancouver and Pauline Isabich. What will happen to you, Miss Isabich? It's too hot to go out, too hot to stay in. The summer summer heat has finally set in, but hot and bothered you are not. You don't have premarital sex, and you don't do pot. (laughs) The other teens are in for a surprise as they break the rules as the... And a killer watches life fade from their eyes. Wait, okay, I fucked that up. The other teens are in for a surprise as they break the rule and a killer watches the life fade from their eyes. You survive, but your friends didn't. Damn. (laughs) Good job, Julco and Pauline. You will make it to round three. Up next, who's coming out of the hatch? It is Glennifer Danzig and Tara Masoud. Who did Glennifer Danzig instead? Glennifer I mean, Danzig. That was uh, Where's the Horror Section. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. Let's vape and smoke and party and diddle, says your boyfriend, but you feel caught in the middle. Should you have fun in the way he suggests or abstain from bad things and keep your heart in your chest? You survive. You subst- I guess you abstained. She abstained. You didn't do yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Good job. Yeah. Follow the rules. Right. Don't bone. Don't diddle. Don't, That's all you gotta do. Don't I don't even really know what diddling is, but it rhymed with middle. All right, diddle. Alex diddles himself daily. Yay. While I watch. God. Okay, finally. Peggy Darling and Carrie James. Oh, does not look good no, for you. No, it's just not looking good. All right, let's see what kind of rhyme Alex has for us this time. Skinny dipping is cool, like peeing your pants. Once you strip down, you can do the nasty naked dance. But surely you know that would be bad. No, I guess you don't. And now you've been had by the killer. You're dead. <laughs> what the 
<laughs> yes. All right. Rest in peace, Peggy Darling and Carrie James uh, and Alex did it again. I want I want it to be known that some of these rhymes I voice detected into my notes app while sitting in the waiting room of a chiropractor. We will survive. We will make it through your your voice to text rhymes. Where <laughs> Those you were good. Have things rhyme, and then the last line doesn't. I love that. It's my style. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got some of the very best scenes from the Evil Dead to talk about when we come back. We'll play another round of Final Girl. We'll talk about what else we're into. All when we return. Stay tuned. And now a public service announcement. Well, you can't get herpes from a toilet seat. You can't get herpes from a toilet seat. You can't get herpes from a toilet seat. But here's something you can. You can get trichomonitis from a toilet seat. Trichomonitis from a toilet seat. Trichomonitis from a toilet seat. Yeah, here's what will happen to your genitals. You might get oozy little woozies from your pee hole. Oozy little woozies from your pee hole. Itchy little witchies oozing from your pee hole. That's just what you get. This has been a public service announcement from the Slasher Brothers. Safety first. Speaking of hard times, let's check in on the old gang from 1981's The Evil Dead. See how they're doing in that cabin at night. So far, they have driven out across the rickety bridge, got to their cabin, found out it's a real dump. And they've gone down into the cellar where they found Manny, a hanging gourd, (laughs) and also a tape recorder, a Necronomicon slash Book of the Dead, and a shotgun with some shells, which uh, they brought the shotgun up, I think, at some point, but they left the shells downstairs. Plot point. I'll come in later. Uh, So they've read the book. Shit is starting to happen. And then girl starts acting crazy, right? She right. runs out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, which character? That, that was Ash's sister, right? Isn't she first? I don't know which one is Ash's sister. Uh, that's Shelly. I'm pretty sure she's the one who runs out into the woods. Um, uh, and gets raped by a tree. Yeah, Cheryl is her name. She's Ash's sister. Isn't that her? Isn't she the one that goes out there? Well, there's I a mean, Shelly after, and there's a Cheryl. After she, Which one had the really like kind of prominent beak? I think... I. Th- that's the girl who got raped. Okay, but. that's that's who it is then, because that's Ash's sister, Cheryl. Okay. And um, so she runs out into the woods. Yeah. She starts screaming. The forest is all littered with uh, crazy trees and vines and branches and a whole hell of a lot of dry ice. It's all foggy out there, and something is racing through the forest, knocking trees down. Mm-hmm. And you can't see it because it's point of view of the camera. You just see ka-chunk, like a tree goes down. Ka-chunk, another tree. It's like a scene from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then what happens? Vines start to wrap around her. She, yeah, she runs for a good while from it. Uh, and... 
I like that there's a like a kind of like a tunnel looking shot of where you know she's running and she falls in front of the camera and you can see behind her and then just a big like <laughs> part of a tree falls down and it, I thought it was really effective but in reality you know it was just somebody back there tossing a tree into the uh-huh. shot and, but I mean like it was effective you know what I mean like it's like wow they oh know. yeah they did so many little cheap tricks on this mm-hmm. movie that just fucking work I mean and the sound design matched with what they do visually I mean. God, for the budget, it's just like you, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi. You see this movie, and you're like, "This guy's gonna make yeah, movies." Man, like, he absolutely. was made to make movies. I don't look at this movie and think this guy's gonna make a great Spider-Man film one day. But uh, I did. I saw it back in 1981 <laughs> when I was zero, and I was like, "This guy's gonna make Spider-Man." <laughs> this is this guy's born to make Spider-Man. Uh, it was. Uh, I'll tell you where they did lose me. So there's a quite a bit of stop motion animation in this, right? Yeah, and I yeah. always get pulled out of a scene when there's stop motion animation yeah, for the I most know, part. But they use stop motion animation while like uh in a scene where like the faces are disintegrating and stuff and yeah. it very much looks like clay, right? Like not sure. just it looks like physical clay, like you've you've held it in your hand before it looked just like that. Um why not just actually melt the clay? Why why melt it through stop motion animation if you have this cool clay prop? Why not just heat it up and melt it? Why not? I mean, as much gore and effects that they were able to pull off, why not just go ahead and, and do more of that? I just, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, if they... You're kind of talking, this is the... The, the climax of the movie you're talking about. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, jumping a, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. But yes, the, the, the monsters melt uh, yeah. and and they do so in stop animation, but they could have just made clay monsters and then like applied heat and it sure. would have actually melted and looked more real. It looked cool for stop motion. Sure. But that's for stop motion, uh, I agree. which, you know, uh, it, for me, it kind of it kind of watered down the climax to switch to stop motion during that big final scene there. Cause they had built so much tension and then it's like, okay, this is neat. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. It was... It's kind of cool, but it kind of pulled me out of the action. It like it just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the like demonic effects look good and like uh-huh. the tree rape scene, I know we keep talking about it, but I yeah. mean, that is where we are. Um, it looked Good. I mean, I I assume that what was done there was as the vines were taking her over, they were actually that was probably played in reverse, right? Mm-hmm. So like the vines mm-hmm. were on them and they took them on, and they you know took them off of her and played it backwards. Uh, but it looked good. Like it looked, you know, I mean, like that when you see that effect, you're like, wow, how would you pull that off in 1981 with no money? And sure. it, it was again another another sign of really clever filmmaking. Um, but you know, as what I don't, what I don't understand is when my sister comes running back into the cabin. No, it was the woods themselves. They're alive, actually. From the woods, screaming, half naked, and may or may not have been raped by a tree, and says, mm-hmm. "Hey, bro, will you take me home?" I don't. <laughs> I don't go. What now? Because <laughs> that's what he says. He's like, now? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, man. Just right here. Let's, right now is when I'd like to leave. I don't want to do it late. Do you want to have more fun here in this crazy you know, rape cabin with all the gourds? Yeah. Get yeah. out of there. You should leave. You should yeah. definitely leave. He does say that he'll take her. And he, yeah. does, he does make that effort. But that old rickety bridge, it's a gone. 
It's gone. It it's fell. Gone. I think the demons knocked it down. Well, you know, uh, she keeps saying it's, I don't know if she says they or it's. I think she says it's. Mm-hmm. It's not going to let us leave. It's not going to let us leave. Yeah. And then eventually the other guy says that. It's not going to let us leave. It's not going to let us leave. So what is it, Micah? What is it? Yeah. It? Uh, evil? Oh. The evil dead? Ancient spirits? Oh, oh. do you mean that big uh, tentacle bearded Cthulhu? Cthulhu? No, Cthulhu. I was just trying to get you to sing a line from a Faith and War song, and phew, I got there. I blew it. Uh, I, I blew it. No, you got it. Uh, you, <laughs> you, you did it. Um, uh, how's it go? Sing it. Uh, nah, he, nah, nah. he said, what is it? Nah, nah, nah. That doesn't sound... Is is that the tune? It is was that, just me trying to get oh, you okay. comfortable enough to start singing by oh, doing a little something, you. even though I don't remember the tune of that song. Oh, okay. Uh, so I think that you're right. I think it's evil. I think that thing sweeping yeah. through the woods is just evil. Incarnate. Just evil. Straight up evil. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And uh, I don't know exactly... You know, the great thing about writing a fiction movie is nothing yeah. nothing has to make sense, right? Like a sure. supernatural thing, it's like whatever, right? In yeah. this scene, it does this. You'd be like, why? It's like we don't have to answer why. One so, of the best things about that movie is that they keep it simple. It's just kids in a cabin and yeah. evil shit is coming. Evil yeah. shit's coming and it is rough. Uh, yeah. So I don't really, I mean, things go downhill from there. I don't remember what the next thing is. I know they can't get out. Oh. Speaking of going downhill, Alex, uh, okay. I was going to ask you, what are you into? <laughs> wow. This is, a little, this is a little segment where Alex and I just talk about uh-huh. other stuff we're into besides is, the evil uh, dead. And and we usually get there with a remarkably clever segue like that. Remarkable. Uh, what else am I into? Hum. That is a good question. I probably should have like prepped. Do you something. have to ponder this? I, I can just, share if you need to ponder. I'll ponder we'll do the and, old uh, share ponder switch. I've, I've used the same thing for like a couple weeks in a row, so I don't want to do that. So yeah. let's let you go. Okay, uh, let's see here. I just finished uh, like I don't know a week or so ago. Uh, Bob Saget's autobiography, Dirty Daddy, which I had started reading forever ago, and it sat on my toilet, and that just became my toilet book. And so I would have all these dates with uh, Bob Saget in my bathroom and read his book. And, dude, I love that guy. It's so nice that his book is still here, even though he's gone. So you can always go back and look at Bob's body of work. Maybe you're reading the book or watching his old shows or his stand-up specials, but one of, one of my favorite dudes ever. I missed the opportunity to meet Bob Saget one week before he died. No kidding? Yep. I uh, He was coming to the place where I worked yeah. and uh, to do some stuff. And uh, I didn't want to go. He he came in pretty early, and I didn't want to go in that early. And mm-hmm. so I was like, hey, you know, if I, if I meet Bob Saget, I meet Bob Saget. But he was, uh, I didn't want to come in that early, and so I didn't meet him. And then a week later, he was dead. So I should yeah. have met him. Yeah. And, yeah. and apparently he was wildly nice and wildly complimentary of everyone and just such Supposedly, a sweet dude. yeah. Yeah, just one of the nicest, most encouraging people you could meet is mm-hmm. what I hear from yep. from everybody who knew him. Absolutely. Um, that, that, is, that is what everybody that I work with that met him said. They said he was just super-duper nice. So, all right, Alex, uh, now it's your turn. What are you into? Well, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like, go back on things, but I'm thinking about what I've really been into lately. And uh, 
Uh huh. The I mean the predominant I I said I guess I could say baby squirrels because I've become a baby squirrel expert in the last yeah. two weeks. Uh, yeah. Like I know everything about them. I now have a four <laughs> foot squirrel cage in my house. Oh my God. Um, yeah, they graduated. They started in a bush light box because uh, I was having uh, Doctor Scott was over for the weekend, yeah. and uh, he and my wife went outside, and uh, I hear Alex, we have a situation. And I come out there, and each of them's holding a baby squirrel, and there's one that's like just almost dead on the ground. <laughs> oh, damn. And I was like, what? The, what is this nonsense? And so we quickly read what you're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dr. Scott's wife uh, started unloading beers out of a bush light case <laughs> and we <laughs> made them a nest and put them in there, and they were happy, and we got them warm, and they did their thing. And then uh-huh. they, they graduated to a larger, like, you know, Rubbermaid container, and then it quickly grew, outgrew that. And then I went and bought a four-foot cage made for ferrets, and they love it. So I'm, wow. I'm going to just I say... Mean, those squirrel cages aren't cheap. You probably had to squirrel away a lot of money. I, a lot of the money that I had squirreled away is now being spent on squirrels. That is true. How, how completely ironic. But, uh, yeah, they're doing great. And so I'll say, uh, yeah, I'll say baby squirrels. That's what I'm going to say. Well, that, story, that story is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> they, are, uh, they are named Barry, Murphy, and Walker, Texas Ranger. Those are great names. Yeah, yeah. And Walker, Texas Ranger has the largest penis of any tiny animal I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow, really? He's got like a huge dick? He, I mean, like, so the squirrel's got to be what? Like less than a foot tall? Yeah. Or exactly a foot? And then how long is that squirrel penis? Oh, I mean, like, so they're what, like not counting the tail, uh, uh, nose to anus. Uh, it's probably like, I don't know. Eight inches, nine, ten inches long. Not ten, yeah. probably eight inches long. And yeah. uh, the penis itself is probably about an inch. Wow. One-eighth of his body is his penis. I it's one-eighth the length of his body. Almost. I don't know. It's it's a it's a gigantic penis. You know who can't say that? Who? Me. <laughs> my penis is not one-eighth of my body. Uh, Though young Micah often dreamed that it would be. I don't think mine is one-eighth. Uh, it's close. It's quite close. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Alex. He's one eighth penis. It is. Uh, yeah, it gets in a hundred percent dick gets in the way. Uh, all right. So let's get to final girl, uh, so that right. we can close out this movie and you can go do your job and I can go fly off to Las Vegas. Yeah. The last segment after this, Oh, we're going to have the final round of final girl. We're going to get into the, the goriest of the gore. So mm-hmm. that's going to be exciting. Uh, and we'll talk about that big finale. And I'm so okay. excited to tell you what movie we're watching for the next podcast. Oh snap. Yeah. I forgot to say that. All right. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. I can't, I cannot wait. We've just like, we've been on a roll lately, dude, buddy. We watched some good shit lately. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to like this one. All right. Okay. So we've already lost. We've got four bodies stacked up here in the Slasher Studios out in the swamps of Slasherville for Ruza. Got a Sheetar, Peggy, Carrie, rest in peace. Let's find out what happens to our remaining platers. Let's put their names in the hatch. Spin that wheel. All right. So, every time. first name out of the hatch. It gets me every time. 
Julko Vancouver and Pauline Isabich. All right. Let's see what happens to you kids. I hope it works out well for you. As do I. All right. I'll be right back ain't in your vocab because saying that is a good way to get stabbed. Saying that is a good way to get stabbed. Sorry. Uh, I'll be right back ain't in your vocab because saying that is a good way to get stabbed. Since you know this, saying nothing at all will suffice and you get to keep breathing, keeping your life. You survived. There good you job, go. Julko and Pauline. Well, Up next... Glenifer Danzig and Tara Masu. Sing a song of sixpence baked in a pie. Four and twenty blackbirds eat out your eye. This doesn't seem real. Something is wrong. I'd blame that acid you took right after that bong. You broke the rules, kind of like the law. The last thing you hear is an evil crow's car. As he eats out your eye. You're dead. <laughs> you did it again, Alex. I oh, got you again. for Danzig and Taramisu, you are deader than a doornail. Uh, Thank you for playing. That means Julko and Pauline. He's a bitch. Julko Vancouver and Pauline. He's a bitch. You will make it to round four, the final round of Final Girl, in which you will be ripped apart. Oh. And we'll see which one of you survives to win the mystery prize. We'll talk about the finale. We'll rate this sucker and award our crunchiest kills and find out what movie we are watching next time when we come back. <laughs> thirst that's hard to quench and a hunger that just won't quit. Introducing Ham Water. Ham Water. Gatorade is for babies. Ham Water contains all the hydration, protein, and electrolytes you need to kick life in the nards. Ham Water. Ham. Ham Water. It's water with real ham. Ham. 100% USDA choice cuts. Ugh. Ham water, ham water, ham water, ham water, ham water, ham water, from the makers of blood drink. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're about to dive into the big finale this fucking Evil Dead movie. But before we do that, Alex, I have a yeah. stack of trivia cards Uh-oh. that you gave me. All right. This Let's might be my new favorite I part of the show. Uh, what is the name of the fictional Canadian mining town in which my bloody Valentine is set? Damn. Which also came out in 1981. I should absolutely know this. I've even seen this movie fairly recently, but I do not remember. Valentine Bluffs. Ah, okay. I did not know that. I do know that they, in the original, they used real mines to shoot in and was wildly dangerous. Damn. Don't do that, people. Come on. Eh, Get a set. Build a set out of paper mache. 81 was a a different time. Different animal. Mm, Different kind of animal. Well, Mm. you've gotten as many of those right as I do. I, I think I miss every one of those trivia questions. I never do that good. I never... 
Because a lot of it's, you know, before my time trivia. You think people at home are listening and being like, you idiots, it's Valentine Bluffs, of course. It's Valentine Bluffs. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly what's happening. Uh, and so, it's Valentine Bluffs, you fools. <laughs> Valentine Bluffs. <laughs> so I, our apologies right off the bat. Sorry about that. Yes, yes, our apologies. Okay, so we're talking about the big finale of uh, The Evil Dead here. I mean, dude, we get oodles of gore. So much happens in this movie once it gets started. She, the sister's back, and then all the women get possessed. They all become yep. evil yep. one way or another. I, it doesn't really like in real you know, life. say exactly how that happens. If you get, It's not like zombies. If you no. get bitten, we're not sure if he just, just dives into you because... We don't really see what, I guess the tree rape made his sister a demon or something like that. But the other two girls, I'm not sure what happened to them. Well, uh, like his, become possessed. his girlfriend, when she becomes possessed, I don't think anything happened. Like he, like uh, his buddy is yeah. like just about, you know, at death's door or whatever's happened to him. And mm-hmm. uh, then he just kind of turns around and his girlfriend is, you know, sitting there in the doorway, like you know, uh, crisscross applesauce giggling and clearly oh, possessed. God. And she won't stop giggling. Yeah, it, it, at one point, doesn't he say something like, shut up, Linda? Literally, we turn this movie down a little bit because it gets so noisy and it's mm-hmm. just constant. <laughs> yeah. and we're like, all right, all right this is a little, I'm going to turn this down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was. I mean, but I think that was a choice, you know, yeah. like the that scene is so hectic and chaotic and she won't oh, shut up. Oh, fuck yeah. And yeah, no, uh, but I don't works. I don't think there's any explanation as to why she's all of a sudden possessed. And also, yeah. Ash doesn't seem surprised by it or concerned with it. So he does what any man would do. He approaches his his girlfriend who's sitting on the ground and begins to strike her several times in the face. <laughs> Punches her quite a few times in the face. <laughs> he gives her a left. Then he gives her a right. Just, yeah. There's a lot of punching each other in this movie. A lot of women getting slapped and punched. And Scotty's getting uh, throttled by fucking Ash and getting slapped. Like After he's come back, Scott ran out in the woods. The other dude, he got beat up. We didn't see that part. He just comes back mangled. He's, yeah. Yes, he just comes back. There's no explanation. And what do you do to your mangled friend but throttle him and smack him in the face as you do? And that's when he starts saying, you know, it's not going to let us leave. It's not going to let us leave. And and she's laughing her ass off and he's, you Mm -hmm. know, punching her. And I mean, like so much is happening in the scene. And I think it was kind of cool because the whole movie, you know, the whole start of the movie, you're like, man. Uh, Bruce Campbell's so young. Look, he's a freaking baby. I mean, gosh, this is, is so yeah. early in his career. He is so young. His and, voice is higher. Yes, it is. And then he gets covered in blood, right? In in his you know jean shirt, his denim shirt, uh-huh. and he's covered Which in blood. Never got untucked throughout never, all <laughs> did of this. It stayed tucked in. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, but it's immediate. As soon as he's covered in blood, wearing that shirt, it's like, oh, there's Ash. You know, like immediately recognizable. It's not mm-hmm. It's not even like, oh, wow, look, he's so young and blah, blah. It's yeah. like, oh, there's Ash Williams. There he is right there. The sister, uh, they locked his sister in the cellar. She's a crazy demon now. The other girl, uh, they have, Scott dismembers her. He takes an axe and just chops her hands off and chops her legs off. There's mm-hmm. so much blood and mm-hmm. a couple of continuity errors uh, yes. where the hands are back on the arms yes. that were severed at the wrists. Uh, and, and then, but yeah, then, but then she, while having her arms chopped off, like chews her own hand off, right? Yes, which is magically back when he chops her other hand off, right? 
Uh, but yeah. and that, and that's quite the scene. They hold on that for a while while she gnaws oh, on her so own much wrist. Gore. It's terrific. And, yeah, and, and just all this. And why do the demons? Once you become possessed, apparently you puke milk. <laughs> that's exactly what my what my wife said. She was like, "What's with all the milk?" I was like. Well, maybe I I don't know. I I don't know. But yes, I wasn't upset about it. I liked it. I was like, yeah, why not? Fucking, I'd like to see something besides blood come out. Just this white goo coming out of there. Just it, well, it wasn't. It wasn't even goo. It was like the consistency of milk. It was very. I think it was just milk. It was it, probably it, just it was, milk. I you know, if you've not seen, if you're sitting at home listening to this and you have not seen this movie, just imagine that everything we're discussing, like every time we're like, and then this happens, and then this happens. Imagine that blood is spurting across the room and or milk. I so mean, much like blood. so much blood, so much milk. It, <laughs> it's a very fucking gory movie. It is. I mean, every action that happens. Splashed, just splashed with blood, especially Ash. He gets yeah. splashed with so much blood in uh, this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's not uh, like the level of whatever it was you made me watch a couple weeks ago. What was oh, that? Uh, uh, dead Alive. Yes, it was not Dead Alive level blood, but sure. any thing that happens if somebody gets stabbed if somebody you know yeah. gets cut blood is spraying it is just spurting out of people yes and uh, it's all done really well and it, the camera moves and cuts a lot it's like i mean it's not just like cheesy let's just hold on a you know fucking uh silicone thing getting cut in latex no, and it's, blood. It, it all moves fast like it's they good looking blood attention. too like the and the sound is disturbing, so you're yeah. just like, fuck, this is balls to the wall. It's just manic. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know. I mean, like, I kept waiting for Ash to cut his arm off and put a chainsaw yeah. on, and it doesn't happen, guys. It doesn't happen in this movie. It yeah. happens in what is essentially a remake of this movie. Uh, there are no little ashes. I kept waiting yeah. for that. Uh, there was just so much I kept waiting for that wasn't happening. This is much. Are you waiting on the deer head on the wall yes! to come to life? Yes, uh-huh. I kept. As soon as they show, as soon as they walk into the cabin, there's that deer head on the wall. And I'm like, oh, Here's man, this thing's, yep. this thing's coming to life. It does not, man. It doesn't. It made but, me want to watch Evil Dead 2 that much more. I know. it was, But yeah. it was nice to see this because, again, like I said, I had been confusing the two movies for years in yeah. my head. Sure, I, I had not sure. separated them. And uh, sure, I mean, like this one. This one is a much more straightforward horror movie, yeah. uh, and it's ah, it's just phenomenal. So I don't really remember what happens next. I mean, there's lots of blood okay, and lots of beating Scott people. Comes back, and the girlfriend's going crazy. He uh, thinks his girlfriend is dead, so he goes and he's going to bury her outside. Ash is burying his girlfriend, who's still alive, but is opening her eyes when whenever he looks. When he's not uh, looking. Closing her eyes when yeah. he's not looking, yeah. yeah. Uh, and... Uh, Closing them when he's looking, opening them when he's not. I can talk. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so he buries her. But then I, immediately the other girl who they buried earlier in a shallow grave, like, grabs his ankle. Is that her? Oh, God, his, his calves just get scratched to shreds. That was nasty. Yeah, if this was a zombie movie, he would have been a zombie. Yeah, definitely. Um, so everybody's coming back to life. He's having to kill everyone. Um, he ends up back in the cabin. Uh, I believe Scotty is Scotty up and around again. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, I don't know. Demons there, and he uh, 
He's trying to get away from him. They're beating the shit out of him with like a fire poker. They've got him by the oh, legs. Yeah. He sees the Necronomicon by the fire. He's reaching That's for it. Right. He can't get to it, but he reaches in his pocket for a locket that he gave his girlfriend earlier in the movie, and he uses it as a, like a grappling hook. He, he Indiana Jones that fucking... <laughs> Necronomicon into his hands in the yes. poorest way possible, but it works. He gets it. He gets it. He holds it. He throws it into the fire, and the Necronomicon burns, and apparently if you burn the, the Book of the Dead, the Necronomicon, then I guess the demons will turn into stop motion uh, <laughs> and melt. <laughs> So you're building, and it's so tense, and then it's stop motion, which for me kind of took the piss out of it, but it, still looked cool. It still looked cool. It's yeah. just, I, I don't know how to better explain it. It looked like fucking clay. Not saying like, oh, it looked like it wasn't real. It looked like it was made of clay. Yeah. I mean, it looked like fucking clay. It looked yeah. like the substance clay. And uh-huh. so, <laughs> I mean, so like it, it really did take you out. It looked like an art project all of a sudden. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, Ash is laying on the floor watching these claymation demons fall apart uh, and getting buckets of blood thrown at his face. And uh, and then, uh, for whatever reason, giant claw arms come out of the existing demons. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, yep. uh, big sure. monster about to happen. But yep. I know, I guess that's just part of how they die because yeah, they fall to the ground. Claws and they come melt. out of their bellies and stuff. I don't know <laughs> what that was about, but it was cool. They pretty much disintegrate, and then that's it. Uh, uh, Ash stands up, and he notices that the sun is starting to come up. He has survived the night, and he walks out the front door of the cabin, and he is our final boy. He is our final boy, named Ashley, and uh, not really set up for a sequel, you know? Yeah, and then he's standing there. You think it's over, but then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. crazy, fast Sam Raimi demon camera moving through the woods. Zooming with that fucking sound. Yeah, the sound in this movie is fucking great, and uh, it is bursting through doors, through the shed, through the cabin, and then pops open. Ash turns around, is like, ah. right? And I assume, I mean, I assume he's dead. Like I, I assume, guess. you know, I mean, like that's my thought in that that situation is, oh well, you know, he died too. Everybody dies. He's dead or became a demon. Everybody's dead. Mm-hmm. And then it's fantastic. Cut to black. And then this old-fashioned song comes yeah. on. Yeah. As the credits roll. And then it gets more and more in the distance, more echoey reverb. And then the rest of the credits roll with uh, no music, just sound of the creepy forest mm-hmm. and the evil. It's uh, it's well done. A success of a movie, I'd say. Fuck yeah. Success of a movie. Okay, what do we want to do first? Do you want to rate this sucker or award our crunchiest kills? Oh, I think I we think have to award our crunchiest kills, don't you? We have to. Okay, yeah. all right, let's see. I have not pondered this yet. Okay. Uh, I was so excited watching this movie that I didn't take time to think about a crunchiest kill. I mean, I mean the the first one that comes to mind is the, uh, the dismemberment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the living room of the cabin where they just chopped to bits. So, yeah. Okay, so God, that, a knife, there were so many knives in the back too. They always reach around and go for a knife in the back. Never God, and that was a that was a pretty sick ass knife too, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was like three feet long. It's sharp as hell. I mean, I was actually worried for the actors in that scene. 
Yeah. Oh, you know these actors got hurt. While I was watching it, I was like, with this budget, and I don't see a lot of stuntmen around, I, I think mm-hmm. these actors had to get the shit kicked out of them making The Evil Dead. So thank you, actors, for taking one for the team, yeah, because they, they fantastic. Did they did phenomenal. So that's what you're giving it to? I got to give it to the dismemberment. All yes. right. I'm going to give it to the claymation melt. <laughs> no. I'm giving it to the claymation melt, I man. It. I mean, I, I have to. It's the ultimate death. Everybody gets uh-huh. it. They all melt, and then claws pop out of them. Inexplicably. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm giving it that. So, I guess my question is to you, uh, how many uh, senseless hanging gourds uh, would you give this movie? Oh, man, I don't think I can give it anything other than a 10 out of 10. Oh, I think wow. I'm going to okay. give it 10 meaningless hanging gourds. All right. Because I love it. And it's it's like because it, it spawned a whole fucking culture of horror movies and deadites. And, that I absolutely yeah. love. It, it spawned yeah. a series that I, a world that I am happy to live in. I love. I love what this movie did. So yeah, and uh, for the amount of money they made it for, I mean, and that, for it to be yeah. as old as it is, nineteen eighty one, uh, and to hold up like it does, I gotta give it a ten out of ten. Uh, I am going to second that. I'm going to give it a ten out of ten. What? Are you I, shitting me? I don't know that it would be fair to give it anything else. Uh, I thought you'd give it a solid nine and a half. <laughs> I'm giving it a solid 10. It's a good one. 10. Holy shit. All right. Well, there's another one for the books. When Alex and I both gave a movie 10 out of 10, you know it's got to be good. I don't know if it's the first time that's happened, but uh, it... uh, We might have given... I don't know. Did we give Club Dread a 10 out of 10? I'm sure I gave it a 10. If we didn't, it had to be close. It had to be 9 or 10 out of 10. Yeah. Shout out to Broken Lizard. Go watch... uh, uh, Quasi. Quasi immediately. Yeah, it's on Hulu. On it just Hulu. came out on 420. It's phenomenal. It's so great. I just, I is just, that your scrotum? I just love this. I think, I think it falls apart a little bit in the second, yeah. second half. But mm-hmm. uh, that first thing, just when we're getting introduced to the Hunchback and Steve Lemmy and and uh, is it is it Soder that's walking with him? Uh, it, no, no, it's Heffernan. Uh, and uh, they're walking through town, and you just hear everybody off camera going, you know, get out of here, you piece of shit, and <laughs> and throwing stuff at Quasi. And he literally mm-hmm. gets, like, hit in the face with a piece of shit or something. Yep. And it's like, you know, go home, you, g- you gross animal or whatever. And he's like, good, mor- <laughs> good morning, officer. Uh, I just I just love that particular scene. It was so fucking great. So, yeah, go, go watch that. Um so what do we have left to do? A little final girl and a little give you a movie to watch. That's all that we have left to do. Okay. Final round of final girl people. It's all come down to this. Our two surviving players are Julko Vancouver and Pauline Isabich. Okay. All right. Now you've been on a team this whole time, but now if you listen closely. This you is, hear the sound the of suspense me. suspense was killing me. Tearing you into, we need a loud rip sound to make it more, more suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Here we go. Let's do this thing. You're going into the hatch. Clank, clank, clank. That's me locking it. Now we spin it. Oh, my God. Now comes the first name. Who's it going to be? It is one... Oh, 
Pauline is a bitch. What up, Maddie girl? You uh, made it oh. to the final round. Let's uh, see what uh, happens. You're the one who barely made it because you had bitch in the name. So, wow, you were born to survive. Like, you've been fighting before the game even started. Before buddy. it even got there. All right, Miss Isabitch. Billy is sexy, you write in your journal. He's tall and dark and smells like a colonel. But write in your journal is all that you do. Because acting on your feelings would certainly kill you. You survived. Way to hang on to that hymen. Good job. And finally, Julko Vancouver. You should have listened to your parents when they said to be good. But you jumped in your boyfriend's car and let him check under your hood. Sucking is wrong. Fucking is worse. But you do both and end up in a hearse. Killers don't like fuckers and suckers. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> wow. Oh, Julka, what a way to go. Miss Vancouver, you are dead. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dead bodies Ooh. here in the swamps of wow. Slasherville, wow. which means Pauline is a bitch. You are our final girl. Congratulations well and thank you for playing. Uh, your fight is not quite over. Here's what you got to do. You got to jump on our Instagram. Send us a direct message that says, hey, guys, I listened to the show. I am the final girl, and we will send you that mystery prize. Thanks for everybody who played this time. Please come back and play again. We love that you have made this little community of final girl players that keep coming back. Uh, you're part of the family now. You're you in the fold. You absolutely are. No question. And tell more of your friends. We want them in the fold so we can quit our jobs. Yes. Mission, help Alex and Micah Slasher quit their jobs. <laughs> Commence. And I'm telling you, I mean, the show will be better for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, it, now so. it's time. It's time for my favorite part of the show. Your favorite part. Okay. You oh, wanna... and Apple. Isn't Apple the super duper one that, like, if you rate us five stars on Apple, that's the one that matters? Uh, You know, that's. I, I know that we get more out of that, yet. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think you have to have Apple or listen to no. Apple Podcasts to do it. You, you can just, just go, go online on and rate, rate it. Us. It'll put us higher in the algorithm so more people can find <laughs> us. And also, uh, but most people listen to us on Spotify. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. know. That's uh, all technical Hey, our, our female population of listeners is growing. Definitely. They're, they're gaining on you boys. Definitely. It used to be true. a small part, but mm -hmm. the girls are coming. The ladies, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, like, that's that's so cool. See, horror, it knows yeah. no bounds. It's there's Sorry no... for all the times that Alex and I are accidentally chauvinist. We really mean well. I don't think you need to throw me in there. I'm very rarely a chauvinist. It's Sorry pretty for all the times much Alex all you. is a chauvinist, and I've <laughs> got to bring him back. I'm I'm actually the respectable part of this podcast. Oh, you always are respectable. Speaking oh. of respectable, do you have a respectable movie for us to watch? I do. Lay it on me. I, I can't wait to hear what it is. I, this is my favorite part of the I show. I had this planned for uh, ever since the episode. Not the last episode, but yeah, the last episode. Uh, ever since the last episode, this was uh, a given that this was going to be what we did. But uh, next, for the next episode, we are watching Evil Dead 2. What? I didn't know if you'd like it or if you'd hate it, but we're doing what? that. It's up to you whether we go Army of Darkness after that, because it'll be your pick. But we are oh, doing damn. Evil Dead 2. 
All right, man. I see. I'll be down to watch this because, dude, I haven't seen Evil Dead once right. since fucking forever, and I haven't seen Evil Dead two in a very long time. Not since I was watching it over and over again on VHS. So I will be happy to go back to that cabin yes. in the woods and and see how two stacks up next to one. Yeah, because it's fresh in our minds. It's ready to go. I have not seen Evil Dead two since I was like thirteen years old, maybe. And yeah. uh, so I'm pretty. Ex- I'm yeah. I, the the stoke is high on this one. You haven't seen Evil Dead 2 in 40 years? <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while. <laughs> that, that would make you really old it's in your 50s. It would make me pretty, pretty old. Uh, Which isn't that old. If you're listening to the show and you're in your 50s, 50 is the new 12. That's, that's absolutely true. Uh, it's 50 la- that's is how the new sh- this many. I'm just I'm holding up. up my fingers. That's how young the new 50 is. I didn't even <laughs> say a number. 50 is the new this many, and then I <laughs> flashed five fingers. Wow, that's adorable. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's it. Uh, that's it. That's everybody. it. Thanks to all our final girl players. Congratulations, yeah, Miss Isabitch. Uh, yeah, dude, we did it again. We did it again. We made it through. I love doing the show with you, man. I love you, man. I love you. Do it all over again next time with some Evil Dead 2 and another round of Final Girl. All right. See you in two-ish weeks, guys. Don't, don't, no, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) 